0: Welcome to the Get Out and Try podcast. I'm your host, Katie Axel. This episode is brought to you by Valley Agencies. As a local full-service insurance agency in the St. Croix Valley, Valley Agencies is committed to helping you protect what matters most. Whether you're looking for personal, commercial, health, or life insurance, their team of professionals has you covered. Contact Valley Agencies today to help you achieve more together. Valley Agencies has been serving the St. Croix Valley and surrounding areas since 1914. Conveniently located in Stillwater, Minnesota and Hudson, Wisconsin. Visit them at valleyagencies.com. We're picking up where we left off last week with Wendy and Kelsey from Sustainable Stillwater. Now we're going to transition into talking about the Green Business Directory. Check it out. All right. So let's pick up where we left off and talk about how Sustainable Stillwater had the idea of the Green Business Directory. How this was born out of st- Sustainable Stillwater, correct?
1: Right. In 2019, 2019- we had our annual planning meeting and we decided as as a board that that businesses really were the catalyst for change in Stillwater look at you know all the work that the chamber of commerce does and how they work with the city and it's like the most important industry essentially is like the health of downtown especially so we decided that maybe to start with our sustainability interest and journey, we we start with this with downtown. We start with the businesses to see if we can make them more sustainable, if we can, and also match up customers for them if they are sustainable. Increasingly, we found that like we have an eight hundred or so person mailing list. All these folks are followers. Uh, they believe in our mission and they care about where they're spending their money but we couldn't really help them in terms of telling them where the good stores were, who was selling organic, uh, where you could find like landscapers that use native plants, where you could uh, park your electric car anything anything that they're interested in we didn't we wouldn't we couldn't help them so we decided that if we did an actual green business directory, it was a big job, but we decided that that would actually solve the problem. We could actually say, these are the companies in Stillwater that are doing good business. These are the organizations that care about the environment. And if you'd like to put your money where your values are, then patronize them.
0: How do you decide who is green and who is not green?
1: Well, we have a application. This was actually the first question that we had to answer when we came up with this project. Right. Fortunately, GreenAmerica.org, which is a national nonprofit based in Washington, D.C., they certify companies as green. These are companies that would like national exposure, but they already had created extensive criteria in 40 different business categories for what makes a company green. So we talked with them and they agreed to allow us to license their intellectual property. And so that's basically what we did. And Kelsey put together an online application, allows a business in any one of 40 categories to apply. There's general questions and then there's specific category questions pertaining to their industry segment. So that's that's how we did it. We wanted to make sure that this wasn't just greenwashing mm-hmm. in, in the sense that um, you know it was all based on good intentions. We really wanted to know what they were doing. Yeah. So this, this this questionnaire really goes into detail about that.
0: How long does it take for them to hear back from you
2: after? Th- Businesses fill out the application. It normally takes anywhere from a day to a week, depending on um, if if they filled it out on Friday afternoon or on the weekend or how many um, applications there are to grade before theirs. I normally grade them as they come in, but (laughs) I don't grade anything after 5 p.m. So it's not instantaneous. (laughs) It takes about an hour and a half to grade one application and create a listing for them. So I, I really go through all of their questions, all the, all the answers that they give Mm -hmm. and the explanations of why they're not doing something or why it doesn't apply to them. You know, if they aren't doing something, but they could be doing it, I normally help try to give them resources on how to then achieve that, um, that question or that statement that we have on the application. I try to help them in- improve where they can. But sometimes, you know, it's a little harder for bigger businesses than it is for smaller businesses to be sustainable because there's a lot more hoops and people to go through. After you've graded
0: them and they have received the information from you, you're, you're providing them with a different tier based on how that report card came through, correct?
2: Yes, after we score the application, I I give everything points. Everything has a point value on the application, and then I score it. I add it up, and it depends on how many they're doing versus not doing, and how many don't apply to them. And if you get sixty percent for your business, then that sixty to like seventy nine, I do believe percent is a bronze. Eighty to ninety nine is silver. And then 100 and above is Gold Award. And Gold Award is the um, top, top tier that you can win right now. And that means that you're going beyond um, what we have on the application to be sustainable, eco-conscious in your business.
0: And once they are awarded whatever tier it is, what happens next?
2: I create a listing to for them on the directory and all the information that they gave to me on the application, I fill out their directory listing with. Mm-hmm. So this is why it's really important that they give me like a sustainable policy so that I can put that on the directory listing as well. So people, when they go to the directory, they can see, you know, what they actually believe as a a business that they can do to be sustainable in their own right. After I create their listing, then I send them an email congratulating them on, you know, being part of the community. And then at Wendy takes it from there with the awards. Yes. And
1: actually, Katie, you are one of our award winners.
2: I am yes. Leslie
0: had presented me with uh, a plaque and a button, and my listing was on the website and you know it's it's nice to be a part of the organization and recognized for being a, a green business.
1: Leslie and uh, Sophie are our two outreach ambassadors when when we started this project, we uh, realized that we needed some people to work. Certainly, part time jobs, if not full time. (laughs) This process required at least one, but now we have two outreach ambassadors who go out and locate businesses that we think should be in the directory and they encourage them to apply. That's why you were approached. And as you probably noticed when you filled out the application, some of the questions did not apply to your business mm-hmm. yep and so a lot of times people think in advance oh my god you know a hundred questions how am I ever going to be able to uh, say yes to all of them you don't have to you know yep. it's it's really a it's not one size fits all and we work that into the criteria so there's plenty of credit given if you for instance don't own the property then certain things are not in your wheelhouse. And then uh, other things you can basically say, it doesn't apply because we don't use that as a business model. Printing company just applied. And one of our questions is, do you allow employees to telecommute? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> we said, no, because they have to be here to help us print stuff. Right. And There'd so be- then we give them credit for that.
0: So yeah, it's it's not as hard as it sounds i think for business owners in this day and age there's a lot that they're that they have on on their mind and things to deal with and sometimes their survival mode is just putting out whatever five fires approach them that day and so i think for for the green business directory like you said, it's it's not as hard as it sounds. It's pretty easy. You sit down for about twenty minutes to a half hour and fill out the questions, and then that's it.
2: The other roadblock sometimes that business owners come across is they don't think they're good enough to be in the directory. They don't think they're sustainable enough mm-hmm. to be in the directory. And I just have to say that you know being sustainable is a journey, and everyone is at that at a point in that journey and a different spot.
0: We're kind of in a weird space culturally where we have a little bit of shame culture going on. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if there's a fear that if I fill this out and I'm not doing great, am I going to get shamed? Whether it be either directly in direct mm-hmm. communication or whether it be on social media, am I going to get called out? Which is another fire. So when someone fills it out and they don't score all that great, are you an organization that's going to shame them or
2: if a business fills the application out and they don't get a bronze, that's the lowest tier. What happens then is they don't get a listing on the website. We don't announce it publicly that they didn't score high enough. I basically send them an email saying, I'm sorry, but you're not, you know, not part of the community yet, but here is everything that you can do to get to that point. So We don't announce it to the world that you didn't apply, that you didn't get it. It's not on the website, but we do give them a lot of resources on how to get there and also tell them about grants that are free grants that they can get to actually help their business get to that point of being a little further down the road in their journey to be sustainable. Do not shame them. We want to help them as much as we can to get to the point Mm -hmm. where they are more sustainable as a business.
0: Yeah. I think that's really reassuring too, knowing that if someone has a business and they just haven't had it front of mind to be sustainable, knowing that you have resources to help them at least start that journey and and go down that road before they, you know, even fill out the application, I'm sure.
2: Another way that businesses could think about it is it could be like a starting point too for them, you know, fill out the application and then you can see where you are at on the application and see how well you've done. And if you do need to do more to be sustainable, it's kind of like a starting point. And you can use that application then as a jumping off point to be further down that journey of being sustainable. Whenever anyone applies,
1: we automatically ask them, would you like some help? with your waste recycling and and reduction uh, mm-hmm. because we are actual partners with Washington County Biz Recycling. Mm. So we have folks uh, to refer people immediately to Biz Recycling for a waste audit. Mm-hmm. And the county can come in and provide with grants up to $10,000 for companies to improve their, you know, waste recycling and reduction system, about 25% of our applicants ask for help uh, with their recycling and waste reduction. So we're we're getting everybody thinking about it. We're getting people on the road to doing this. And another 30% of our applicants request an energy smart audit, which is operated by the Minnesota Chamber of Commerce. It's free businesses. They have experts that will come in, no matter how complicated your system is there, whether it's just an office or it's a manufacturing facility, they go through uh, everything and they do an analysis and they show companies where they can save energy. Mm -hmm. This is a win-win situation. Even if for some reason they don't qualify for the directory at this time, we give them the tools and most of them are free (laughs) that they can then uh, tap in order to make those changes that are needed.
0: Yeah. I think about the restaurant industry because that's where I grew up. I worked in the restaurant industry um, for many, many years in many aspects of it. And I also came to understand the operating statement of a restaurant and how razor thin those margins can be sometimes when you take all of the bills that they've got and at the end of the day, how much they're taking home. And a lot of times it's not much. And as
1: far as restaurants go, the restaurant questions are, there's probably more restaurant questions than any other category right now. yeah. Because we understand that restaurants have a unique situation where maybe one of the harder industries to be successful at And certainly Mm -hmm. profitable. So, you know, we we take into account a lot of the factors. You should take a look at at the restaurant application. There's there's a lot of stuff that goes on with restaurants that's not just styrofoam containers. Mm -hmm. It's just simply things like uh, managing the amount of power that is being used for the freezers or for dripping faucets or for whether or not the the food is GMO or Mm -hmm. whether or not it's local, purchased locally. Mm -hmm. All all of those factors go into the service industry like that. So there's a lot of places where companies can excel in one area, but not in another Mm -hmm. and still qualify because they're working on these gradually. Yeah. this has actually been a gateway year for us. We've given points for good intentions because mm-hmm. for sustainability statements on their websites, because this is a goal setting year mm-hmm. and we we're very appreciative of what they're up against and the cost sometimes uh, may take a couple of years to pay off. So <clears throat> we know that sustainability is not easy to navigate for some companies, and so we're providing them with as many resources as we can, and as much help in terms of where they can improve.
0: Do you feel like that is one of the industries that is most hesitant to fill out the application? as the restaurant industry certainly?
1: Yeah, I think you're right. There, uh, we have we have a few, but not as many as we would like at this point. Certainly, the major restaurants in downtown Stillwater have not yet
0: applied. Mm-hmm.
1: I've kind of chalked that up myself to the fact that they're just so busy.
0: They are, and they're <laughs> understaffed too. It's kind of that uh, what I was saying earlier. A lot of times they show up and they're like, "All right, what five fires do I have to put out today?" And then back to business. <laughs> you know, it's but it's a uh, crazy there
1: are other right companies now. that are work like coffee shops. Uh, we have coffee shops and like the Goodery, which makes you know wonderful. Uh, drinks and snacks and things like that. They have applied and have gold. We have the venues, uh, the JX Event Center, and also the Loft, mm-hmm. uh, and and many of the retailers downtown have also applied. Yeah. So we're working our way, you know, through yeah. the JX commerce list yep. to see if we can get at least one company in all of forty categories. Before we begin to advertise this to to the public, Mm. this is one of the things we're doing right now. Our our plan was to basically, first of all, build the website, which Kelsey did a beautiful job. Nice. Build the application, create the infrastructure in order to grade the applications, the social media in order to then promote our companies. Mm -hmm. And when we get at least one in every category, then promote it to the public because then it'll be useful. Yeah. We expect this year to actually get 200. Good. At which point then we begin a big push to let everybody in Stillwater know about the Green Business Directory, although it is useful now, but yeah. it will be, it, it'll be indispensable uh, at a certain point, Good. probably about a year from now.
0: What was the thing that made you decide to go outside of just Stillwater with the Green Business Directory?
1: Well, there's plenty of companies out there that are green. Our standards evolved essentially. We started with Stillwater and then we said, okay, well, then let's expand it to the greater Stillwater area. Mm-hmm. And then it became, well, what about the companies that are driving in, like photographers or landscape uh, architects and all of this kind of stuff? So if if companies serve Washington County, that became our new standard.
0: Mm-hmm. and
1: so if if they're located in the St. Croix Valley,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they're also allowed to come in. so we're we're going to go all the way down to River Falls if we have to all the way up to Forest Lake because we want to find the green companies and people are willing to drive a little bit or certainly the businesses are willing to drive a little bit to come into town to do the kinds of services that people are interested in.
0: Do you anticipate partnering with other organizations that are doing something similar? We haven't found anyone doing what we're doing. Okay. The organization that you purchased the licensing from for the application, are you linked And tied to them through website at all? Well, the big, big
1: picture down the road plan is to get all of our members to join Green America
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because they have a wonderful ongoing educational facet to their mission to continue to help businesses to become more sustainable, to keep them informed about new techniques, new products. New services, that kind of thing. So mm. that's what we'd like to do: is add on an educational element, which which they are set up. They're so much bigger than we are to uh, to do.
0: Well, nice to have that organization to lean into and and have yeah. as a resource. That's great. So right now you've got two different audiences, but the main one you're leaning into with Green Business Directory is the businesses and. In order to get signed up, where sh- what what is the website that they should visit to start that application?
1: Greenstillwater.org slash join. We do have companies as far away as, as Roseville right now because that is that is the home of IPS Solar, which is a solar installer, and they work in Washington County. So the Green Stillwater, yes, it sounds like we're just concerned about Stillwater, but we're concerned about the whole
0: greater mm-hmm. Stillwater area. What would be the benefit for a business to be in the green business directory? One of the things that we've
1: done is trying to figure out how to reward a company for going through the process of applying and being accepted in the directory. Certainly a profile in the directory itself is is a big deal. Uh, Right now, actually, if you search green businesses, we come right up on the first page Uh, the directory. So that's immediately uh, a ticket to anybody who's eco-conscious shopping. Immediately, that'll be a place. We've we've expanded our keyword search. So it doesn't have to be by specific category. You can just type in a keyword. And if it's in the description of that company, that company will be coming up
2: Mm -hmm. right there
1: first on the search results. So we're trying to make it constantly easier and easier and easier to use with the infrastructure. But at this point, we're looking to make sure people get plenty of promotion on our social media. And then also there's the Sustainable Stillwater newsletter. There's the Sustainable Stillwater website. There's the greenstillwater.org website news section. There's our Twitter feed. There's a lot of ways we're getting out our company members on social media, Mm -hmm. promoting them. We also solicit articles uh, about their expertise in certain areas. And those are published also on our social media. We hope to have get togethers of our members as well. Mm -hmm. And also we're getting together with the high school. So the high school kids can tour our gold level companies kids who are interested in sustainability careers. Mm-hmm. There's lots of like big projects that are coming down the road. Fortunately, yeah. we have we have good funders right now. We are funded by the uh, Fred C. and Catherine B. Anderson Foundation, mm. as well as Washington County Biz Recycling. We have grants from Lakeview Hospital and two other uh, sources, Rotary Clubs and IPS Solar as well. So I think, you know, the momentum that we're building, especially we now just joined with uh, Lighthouse Marketing Mm -hmm. to help us also get the word out. Mm -hmm. We're creating a video this summer to also advertise us to the public. There's a lot of things going on. I mean, it's just a matter of getting enough people to help us and support us to, to really get this as a model for other cities as well. It's kind of like a test case. We're the first one that Green America has ever worked with okay. to license their intellectual property. And hopefully, if we're successful, they will also provide it to other cities as well. We were invited to speak at a Green Step Cities seminar or webinar, essentially, in December as well. And we were the only nonprofit running a green business directory in Minnesota. All the other ones are run by cities themselves.
0: Well, congratulations on all of the success. Thank you for being on the podcast. I really appreciate your time. And I'll look forward to continuing to work with you and seeing you guys grow. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
1: this has really been fun. And we will, we will be in touch.
0: That wraps up this episode. Thank you for listening. Be sure to rate, review, share, and subscribe to the podcast. That's one of those small ways that you can help support the podcast and help others to find it. Make sure you're also visiting getoutandtry.com often, keeping you connected to the calendar of fun and happenings in the St. Croix Valley area. Until next time, find some ways to connect with your community. Support those hardworking, small businesses that host all the fun in the valley. Go, get out and try.